if what you think about is what creates your reality and what you think about is what's missing in your life, then you will have to attract more of what's missing into your life. And that is the quote of the year. The quote of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Today's episode is brought to you by the Jerf Bar. Just eat real food available at jerfbar.com. Now, this is the first of a two-part talk with Dr. Wayne Dyer. The second part will be tomorrow. And this, in my opinion, is the most important talk you will hear for the entire year, maybe ever. This is, this is huge. I could talk about this for hours, but I'm not. I'm going to let Dr. Dyer do that thing. But what I really want you to do today is listen to this one many times. And I would love for you to share it with your friends. And I would love for you to consider where are you putting your focus? Are you putting your focus on what is? Are you putting your focus on what is missing? And when you look at your life, are you attracting what's missing back to you? Here's Dr. Dyer. I'd like to shift now off of those 10 secrets, and there will be many of them I will be speaking about in the time I have here this morning, uh, but I won't do it in a linear fashion. I'd like to shift it now off of uh, that and onto a very quick excursion through the things or the reasons why most of us are unable to reach these exalted levels of consciousness that I spoke about when I came out uh, that Maslow had uh, encouraged me to practice and teach as a young doctoral student. That um, becoming independent of the good opinion of other people and detaching ourselves from outcome, living our lives on purpose, having a sense of passion about everything that we do are qualities that uh, we can shift into virtually at any moment in our lives. But there are four basic things, I think, that keep us from getting to that place. And we can go through them rather quickly here. Um, if, you go if you look into the Torah, if you look into the Old Testament, you will find a line that is paramount to understanding higher consciousness. It says, as a man thinketh, so is he. As a man thinketh, so is he. All of you have heard it. It's been talked about by everybody in the field. That we become, Emerson said, the ancestor to every action is a thought. We become what we think about all day long. Our minds create our reality. Everything emanates from this place called our thoughts. And most of us know this. But we have to look at the reverse of this. That if your thoughts are on healing, and your thoughts are on attracting abundance into your life, and your thoughts are on having divine relationships, and if you go around thinking, well, all I have to do is think those kinds of thoughts, then I will attract it into my life, what you have to look at is how much of your energy and your time is spent on thinking that those things are not possible for you. Here are the four. 
if what you think about is what creates your reality, and what you think about is what's missing in your life, then you will have to attract more of what's missing into your life. This law of attraction is a pretty simple thing. That the universe will respond back to you with whatever it is that you put out there. And if, what, if you call your friends and neighbors and talk to them on the phone about what is missing in your life, and you spend a lot of energy on commiserating about what you don't have and what I can't get, then, and you understand that simple premise that as a man thinketh, so is he, or as a woman thinketh, so is she, then you will continue to act upon the thought of what is missing in your life. And more of what is missing will show up. I had a woman who was in therapy with me years ago, and she had um, gotten divorced. She had began to date for the first time in 20-some years, and she was attracting a certain kind of man into her life. And the men that she had attracted into her life all sort of were treating her like a sex object. They would uh, use her. They would be abusive and uh, verbally abusive. And then they would just disappear when they got what they wanted. And she said to me in a therapy session one time, she said, the last four men that I have dated have all treated me exactly the same. What is it out like out there? Is this the way all people are? She said, I would like you to talk to all four of those men. And I said, there's only one common denominator here. You have to look at what it is that you are attracting into your life. And this is a very hard question, a hard thing to do. Because so much of what we attract into our life is based upon how we use this energy called our thoughts. The seventh secret in this 10 secrets book is called, There Are No Justified Resentments. Someone described resentment one time as the, uh, as the poison that you take in order to kill somebody else. <laughs> the idea that you carry around these resentments, and if your thoughts are on all of the people in your life that you resent, and you talk about them, you will attract more resentment into your life. It's just, you can't even, don't even get mad at me if I'm just a reporter here. Right? <laughs> this is the way the universe works. So if you can't, you can't put your thoughts on what's missing unless you want more of what's missing to show up in your life. And Maslow really made it clear to me. That was one of the, the dynamic things about this man is that he made it clear that self-actualizing people, which he took a lifetime to study, were people who never placed their thoughts on what is missing in their life. They just simply wouldn't allow themselves to think about that or to talk about it to anyone else. And it's a great lesson here today. The second of these things is that if what you think about is what expands and your thoughts are on what is, just what is, that is the circumstances of your life. If your thoughts are on what is and you don't like what is, then you will continue to attract more of what is into your life even though you despise what is. Highly functioning people, reaching the higher levels of energy that I'll be speaking about shortly. These people don't place their thoughts, their attention, their energy on what is. 
What's that line that uh, was quoted at uh, Robert Kennedy's funeral by Edward Kennedy? When do you remember? If you remember that moment, some men dream things that never were and say, "Why?" I see things that uh, some some men dream th uh, see things as they are and say, "Why?" I dream things that never were, and say, "Why not?" Putting our attention on what it is that we intend to create is the, is the hallmark, it's the shift that you make in your life. And I want to tell you something from personal experience, when you put your attention on what it is that you intend to attract into your life, you will begin to see the universe cooperating and collaborating with you to negotiate the presence of those things that have been missing in your life. It works. But it will never work because if you're sitting here thinking in any way that this is not possible, it can't happen for me, I want to tell you right now, you're absolutely right. If you walk out of here believing that you can continue to think about the circumstances of your life and attract something different into your life, you don't understand that observation, that fourth or fifth secret of, of Einstein's, that you can't solve a problem with the same mind that created it. All right, my friends. That was Dr. Wayne Dyer. Hit the hit the back button. Hit the rewind button. Listen to that thing again and again and again. I just love that clip. I wish the entire world can hear that clip. And so help me help others and share that with as many people as you can. I'll really appreciate it. Of course, Dr. Dyer's website is drwaynedyer.com or waynedyer.com. And if you want to hear that entire program, it is so good. It's called The Carolyn Mace and Wayne Dyer Seminar. So it's Carolyn Mace and Wayne Dyer. So just two powerhouses in the, in the field of personal development. So that's available on audible.com. That is it for me. I've got part two headed your way tomorrow morning. I will see you then. Peace. Peace.